0: The goal of Destroy the Hairdresser is not that you like us. The goal of Destroy the Hairdresser is to create change. The way we're going to do that is to become known whether you like us or you don't. And then the industry is going to change as a result. That's what we're doing.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice.
0: And I'm David Bosher.
1: And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast.
0: Where we teach you to salon differently. If you're still stocking retail shelves, you're working way too hard. There's a new way to sell products to clients and followers that makes you real money while removing all the overhead costs. Let us introduce you to Salon Interactive. Finally, a marketplace for hairdressers and salons to sell their favorite products without the hassle of stocking retail. Salon Interactive is free, user-friendly, and can be customized with your own branding. Visit saloninteractive.com DTH to start making money immediately. There are so many booking software systems out there, and we're on a mission to find the best one for our listeners. We are excited to introduce you to Aura, our new favorite online booking system for salons. With Aura, you can finally remove your front desk. Aura is accessible from any device, and as a result, salons and clients can book from anywhere. With Aura, you can go cashless. Aura gives you control over what types of payment you accept, and offers the ability to remove the payment types that you do not, such as cash and checks. If you are considering switching booking systems, switch to Aura. Tap the link in the episode description to unlock instant savings. David, Mm -hmm.
1: what does it mean to be known in our industry?
0: It means that everyone hates you and loves you (laughs) at the same time. They love to hate you.
1: That was the best. It's true. Because your audience that isn't your audience won't like you, and your audience that is your audience will love you.
0: I think like any well-known person, whether they're a celebrity or not, I think if a 1,000 people know you, every 1,000 people that know you, the worse it gets. However, it's also the key to success because that's networking. Being known is networking. I think when people think of networking they think like shaking hands and handing out business cards and that's not that's that used not really... to be how
1: you network but was it really yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know like it was a way of a way of becoming known at that time but i have a lot of conversations with coaching students who they don't like networking but they want to grow their business and they want to grow their team and they want to do these things but they also want to hide in their house or in their salon and not get on social and not meet other people. And that's not possible. If your business is failing, it is because people don't know you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's because
1: even the worst people <laughs> that are known are successful and that isn't technically the way that you want to run your business. But I'm just saying like if your business is failing, it's because people don't know you because hate comments go a lot farther than (laughs) love comments, I will say.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you go to the Chamber of Commerce and you do their networking events, that's about becoming known in your community. If you go to a party and you focus on meeting new people, that's becoming more known. If you- Charity work. Charity work, or if you expand on social media, whatever you do, if the consciousness of what you're doing is to become more known, you'll be successful. I think when people think of social media or going to networking events, I mean, I've gone to networking events where I just kind of like stand with the people that I know and like check the box of networking, but it didn't do anything. And that's what I, I talk to people that are like, oh, I network all the time, but nothing ever happens. And so we kind of dissect how they network and then you find out that they do yeah. just that. They stand in the corner, they talk to the people they know, mm-hmm. and then they leave not knowing anyone else or not having anyone else know them that they didn't know before, there was really a lot of opportunity missed. And then we, of course, instead of taking personal responsibility, we go, oh, that doesn't work.
1: When you and I first started out back in 2015, when we actually started to launch the coaching company, we started this company in 2012, but when we actually like put together a curriculum and launched it and started to go out and do events and people started picking us up or you know, really listening to what we were saying nobody knew who we are. And so many people still don't know who we are, which I love. But yeah, when we first started, we would go to events and we weren't very known. And you and I would like split up and just start talking to people and meeting people and just connecting with people. And then we'd be on stage and then they'd be like afterwards, then they'd have more to say to us because they saw what we had to say. And then they realized that they talked to us earlier in the event. Now, when we go to events, A lot of people come up to us, but we still split up and spend as much time as possible talking to every single person. And I think that's the thing. It's like, it's emotionally exhausting sometimes, but at the same time, it's so rewarding and so powerful to have those in-person conversations. And I I love what you said about if you're not known, your business fails, because sometimes people aren't prepared for the knownness. You know what I mean? Like they post one picture of a haircut and it goes viral and next thing you know, they're getting pulled in every direction and so much weight is on their shoulders to be this person that people think they are and then they're not. And you're like, you know what? We've talked to a lot of viral influencers that were just like, it happened overnight and I, I'm i not even processing it.
0: Whereas like- I mean, well, I mean, we've even had some of our team members post content.
1: Yeah, and overnight they had 20,000 yeah. followers, you know? like,
0: I mean, when we started out, I loved that feeling where no one knew who we were, mm-hmm. because when you're when you're that early on in your networking adventure, like you have nothing to lose.
1: I actually loved. We go to a lot of events where it's our people, if that makes sense. Like, like the left brain group, we're a part Which of that. Which is party. nice. It is nice because it. it's almost like connecting. We did serious business this year. No one knew us. Like, and oh my I, god, it was so much fun. I love that because. I love going to these events where you're hanging out with all your friends, but I also, we have a business to grow. And so it was a great opportunity to go into a world where the people that do know us really didn't know what to think about us because we're very disruptive. And the people that didn't know us got to know us on stage. And we had so many powerful conversations at that meet and greet afterwards. And I love that. I hope we go to more events like that.
0: Well, when we first started, we used to do this thing where... Sid and I would play a game of who could say hello to the most people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the goal was to also be the people that said hello first. And I think when you make it a game, I think when you make anything a game, it's more fun that way. So I still do that,
1: though. Like, I don't know how to go into a networking event now and not be the first to say hello.
0: Yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah. The other thing, too, is you're better at it than me. Sid wants to go to every networking event, yeah, every true. hair show, everything, <laughs> which is great. And then I, on the other hand, it takes me a little bit longer. You I have deep to, like deep
1: conversations in the corner.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want deep conversations. So I think having a business partner like Sid is great because Sid riles everyone up, gets everyone together, and then I can hold them there for longer. Mm-hmm. Sid's bringing them in. I'm holding them there. So if you can find a partner to network with, it's a lot easier. But it is harder for me, for people that are listening that Have the same thing. Like it's harder for me to enter a room and just go say hello. I have a lot of social anxiety. I usually go to the bar first if there is one, (laughs) just to kind of. I'm like, give me more caffeine. (laughs) Yes, it's like got eight coffees in a smoothie. (laughs) But I don't think there's a right way or wrong way. I think the cool thing about people listening to this episode is I network very differently than you. We network together, we network separately, but there's no right way to do it. The only thing that you have to focus on is, are you focusing on meeting new people? It may take you longer, it may be a slower process, it may be a different process, but meeting new people is the only way that you're going to grow your brand, your business, and your reach. And if you own a actual salon, if your community doesn't know who you are, you're not going to gain clients or staff like people need to know where you are who you are how you do things here in New York City it's really easy to like hide it's a little New York City is a place where if you build it they will come Mm -hmm. which is kind of nice but with that you lose a little bit of control over who you work with because everyone walks in and everyone has an opinion and everyone wants something so in smaller towns getting involved in local politics getting involved in city council meetings Going to charity event, like doing things that are in your community where at the end of the day, the community can say, Oh, you know, that's so and so, and they own Boobity mm-hmm. Boop Salon. That's the name of the salon, right? <laughs> the podcast the salon. salon. We, yeah, the podcast salon is <laughs> bibbidi- always Boobity Boop. Always bibbidi- but like having people know you, by the way, the, the technique is not having people like you. Mm. And I think. People confuse networking with like, oh, I, I have to like like everyone, or or I want them to like me. That is not networking. That's codependency. I don't know what that is. It's a totally different problem. We got
1: deep rooted childhood trauma that we need to adjust. If that's
0: <laughs> those are some attachment issues, but I think when you let go of the liking part, and it's just the more people that know you, the better. I think of it like a campaign, like a an election, right? They were doing local elections here. And I don't know anyone that's running, because I don't watch the news and I don't research. But I know who's running because they're all standing outside and shaking my hand and saying hello. And the reality is that if I'm someone who doesn't do the work to investigate who's running, I'm only going to know the people that said hello to me, and I'm going to have that experience. And that might not be. That's the best how way they to vote, get them, though. But that's how people vote. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like,
1: I met them on the street and they were great and they shook my hand. And they're yeah. over there, like, you know, taking rights away.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't recommend that you vote that way. But that type of networking works. That's a, there's a reason they do it. And when you're in a business, it's not as serious as voting, obviously. But when you're in a business, again, it's, oh, I met them. They were out with their kids or they were at this city council meeting or they had some strong opinions that I were really impressed with. Those are the things that build your business. And so many of us are like, but I posted a photo on Instagram and no one came in, or I hired 18 stylists, but no one's coming in, or we signed up for the chamber of commerce, but no one's coming in. It's like, but you're not doing anything to get out there and meet new people. If you have not met 20 new people in the last 30 days, yeah, you're probably I was, was going to say a
1: month, you need,
0: yeah. If you're not getting your 20 game. new people a month, then <laughs> how are you gonna gain new people? Just by like, hoping someone reads an ad?
1: This could be clients, this could be people you meet in the store. Instagram is your business card, people.
0: Are you still having constant conversations around color waste with your team? Have more proactive conversation with real numbers that can help you create less waste. Salon Scale Software is a pro stylist app that gets your team educated on the real cost of doing business. Salon Scale is a great solution for wasting less color and making more profit. Tap the link in the episode description to see why thousands have joined the Salon Scale movement. Use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. Many of our listeners have no idea that Destroy the Hairdresser is more than a podcast. That's right, if you're looking for more education to elevate your salon business and make more money, then our community is the perfect place for you and your team. Unlock live weekly webinars with our entire roster of trained coaches. Tap into new networking opportunities and gain access to our educational dashboard that houses over a hundred hours of on-demand salon business education. Finally, support for hairdressers that want to change the industry. Tap the community link in the episode description and get seven days of free business education today.
1: Whenever I meet someone else, I'm like, are you on Instagram? yes let's exchange i follow you you follow me because you've planted the seed for them to now see your content and investigate you and do research so it's like you didn't just meet them and forget them you've met them and now they are forced to see your content for like however long they follow you i think the one mistake people make is they like i network all the time and i'm like yeah okay you go to networking events you go to educational classes you go to things in your community once a month maybe even twice a month right that's a lot no, you're
0: you're busy all the, you're busy all you're
1: time. busy but let's say like that is a lot for someone to go to but you're seeing the mm-hmm. same people you're seeing your clients you're seeing your friends you're seeing your certain hairdresser people you know what i mean it's like you're not networking at this point you're gathering you're socializing so at some point you have to you're catching up you're catching up which is great those things are not <laughs> bad they're not wrong But you have to get out of your comfort zone. Go to a class where you're learning something outside of your specialty. Meet other hairdressers that way. Go, and like David said, go into the community doing charity work. If you're trying to get collaborative, get other salons involved, other stylists involved. Go out and meet people. Go to a different restaurant than you would ever go to. Like, I think it's so funny when people are like, well, I'm not busy, I'm not doing, I don't have enough clients, it's this, this, and this. And I'm like, what have you done? Nothing. Yeah, you can't do something once and expect results.
0: I'm not even going to go into what I was going to say, but I am going to say this. (laughs) I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say.
1: That was enough said.
0: (laughs) You covered it all. Your point is made. (laughs) Like, oh, this is what I was going to say. I got it. I feel like everyone that was listening, like they were like, oh, shoot. And they were like, oh, he
1: remembered. <laughs> Just a roller coaster ride in here. I'm going to spit all my coffee all over my mic. How,
0: that's how I am when someone's like, oh, I forgot. I'm like, oh, that's the worst news in the world. Because I really wanted to know what they were going to say. <laughs> and then you start um, trying
1: to jog their memory, you know? Yeah, you're
0: like, you were talking about <laughs> pineapples and dogs. And they're like, no, it's, no. Um, there's a formula that people, everyone says it. And it's the formula that when someone says it, I know they're full of shit. It's the full of shit formula. <laughs> it's the full of shit formula. Maybe that's the title of the episode. But the full of shit formula. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to networking.
0: Is when someone says, I blank, blank, blank all the time and nothing happens. <laughs> So, so let me give you an example that got me in my I, gut <laughs> <laughs> i blank 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 i post on instagram all the time and nothing happens mm-hmm. this is the full of shit formula
1: i'm hiring all the time and, and nothing, nothing happens. happens
0: i go to every event ever and nothing happens
1: i talk about product all the time
0: and nothing and happens. nothing happens Anytime that formula is used, you have the right to say you're full of shit. <laughs> I say it all the time, people. <laughs> it's it's that for it's specifically that formula. Am I wrong?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> the full of shit. You know what's funny is this what we're hearing right now is what you weren't gonna say, but you there was a thing before this that you were like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that, and this is what we got. So God knows what you're gonna say before we got the full of shit formula. Yeah, so. you don't
0: want to know. The full of shit formula. I think.
1: What's the acronym? For that?
0: Full of shit. F.O.S.F. Your the FOSP. <laughs> so when someone says that, it's just so you know, if you're in coaching and you say that to your coach, they know you're full of shit. If Instantly. you say that to us. Or if you if say, you s-
1: I know, I know, I know.
0: Yeah. I know. That's the, that's Do the you follow know? up. Because F- you're not doing that's- anything. <laughs> That's the follow up. That's like the rest of the formula. So it's like I blank, blank, blank all the time and nothing happens. Then someone responds. And then the last part of the formula is I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Mm
1: -hmm. Full of shit. I know everyone's laughing because
0: we've all done it. Oh,
1: I've done it just to get someone to shut up. I know. I eat healthy all the time and nothing happens. (laughs) Well, you (laughs) should try this. I know. I know. (laughs) I feel like this conversation with my wife all the time. You need to do A, B, and C. I know. I know.
0: (laughs) I hope that it gets so... If everyone's listening to this and they start talking about it, I hope it gets so annoying that we stop saying I blank, blank, blank all the time and nothing happens because it means we're lying. Yeah, you eat healthy, but then you also probably are eating all the other shit. Mm -hmm. Or you work out all the time, but you're probably drinking a ton. Or you talk about product all the time, but... There's no consciousness, you're just trying to push product. Mm-hmm. Or you post you, one
1: Instagram reel and Yeah, you yeah. nothing happens, so you're like, "I did it."
0: All the time. <laughs> All the time. The solution to that formula is do you have the consciousness to use what you're doing to become known? It's not to necessarily gain clients. It's not to necessarily get new employees, or it's not necessarily to do all those things. Those are those the Those are effect. results, yeah. Yeah, those are the results of being known. So the reason we do social, and the reason we go to networking events, and the reason we go to all these different things and do all these different things is so that people know who we are. The result of people knowing who we are is more business. So it's not, I post something, why don't I have more business? You should be measuring. I post something. Do I have more followers? Do I have more not only followers, but am I then building relationship with those followers? Are they how n- am I know, holding on to them? I actually, yeah. How are you holding on to them?
1: I do have a copy and paste because it's exhausting to write a special message. But their copy and paste is to <laughs> start a conversation. So every new follower that I get, it, it's just like, hey, like welcome to my page. If you have any questions about any of the things I talk about, let me know. And sometimes people say nothing. Sometimes people say something later. And a lot of times people are like, oh, my God, you said something about removing retail. Let's talk about that. And so it can spark a conversation where I'm like, listen to this podcast episode. I direct them back to the content that I'm creating. Listen to this class. Take this. Mm-hmm. And it brings more. And I'm like, if you have any questions about it, let me know. Sometimes they ask more. Sometimes they don't. But like our mission at DTH has always been to disrupt the industry, to force them to look at what needs to change because it's just not working anymore. Our goal is to meet as many people to spread that message, to be able to make stylists and salons be more profitable. The result is we have a ton of followers. We are able to have a podcast. We have an incredible team. The result
0: is change in the industry. And change,
1: yeah. Like we're able to have these things to create more change in the industry. So you have to start thinking like, what is your mission? Because if your mission is, I want more money, I want more clients, it's going to fail.
0: You can have more money, more clients, it got to be known.
1: But that's the result of being known, and that's what I think the key piece that people are missing. They're missing this in between, the upside. Well, the
0: alternative, the alternative is a desk job, (laughs) which is also fine, (laughs) right? Which is also fine. But the world we live in is social, not social media only, but just the world we live in is based on socialness and share culture and liking and unfortunately canceling all those things that share culture bring with it. But the only people that this doesn't apply to are people who get paid to do work behind the scenes that don't have to work with people necessarily. But if you are someone who's working with people or you work in a service industry or you want to build something, people need to know who you are. At least they need to know what your name is and what you do. They don't need to like you. I want to keep a lot of people don't like destroy the hairdresser, but follow and watch and listen. I was talking to our coach MJ the other day, Love and you, and he said that when he first heard our podcast, he hated everything that we said and did not like us. And then he became a student, and now he's a coach. So it's just it's a lot funny of times people be
1: like, become students out of spite because they're like, "Fine, if it fucking works, let me try it." Like.
0: We do have a lot of students like that. We
1: And now MJ's one of the best.
0: He's a great he's coach. He's such a good coach. Yeah. I think that's what makes him good. Mm-hmm. I do too. Is that he... <laughs>
1: I didn't like it either. <laughs> you can He say that investigated
0: to students. and... Yeah. like
1: That's critical about that thinking. Like us.
0: I w- I'll actually say this. I think the people that like us right away, actually, we lose them
1: mm-hmm.
0: over time. And the people that don't like us right away, it cracks them open slowly and they start to like it. The goal of Destroy the Hairdresser is not that you like us. The goal of Destroy the Hairdresser is to create change. The way we're going to do that is to become known, whether you like us or you don't. And then the industry is going to change as a result. That's what we're doing. And we have to make money along the way. That's why we have our programs, and that's why we charge, and that's why we do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I know as I get older and as I age through the industry, I'm very proud of... I mean, I think we do get to look out and say, wow, like look at... there's a lot of change already. There's a lot of change that still needs to happen, but there's definitely more momentum than I think there's ever been. And I I will say, because I'm not going to struggle with imposter syndrome, that we have had a hand in Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I'm very proud of that.
1: I'm very proud of that, too. I'm so proud of just, like, all of our students and coaches. It's not easy to make change, and it's not easy to get uncomfortable. It's not easy to flip your business and actually look at your business and what's not working and want to change it. I think a lot of people want instant results. They want templates. They want things. They want someone else to fix their problem for them. And we really push our students to fix their own problems and have that. It's so empowering at the end of the day when we see a student say, like, yeah, you as my coach held my hand through it, but, like, I did this. I love when a student's like, I wouldn't have this salon without you. And it's like, I'm like, you did that. I didn't open your salon. You did that. I held your hand through the process. I kept your consciousness on track. I held you accountable to the things you said you wanted, but you fucking did that. That's so
0: rewarding. Yeah, we don't we're not doing the physical labor that the students are doing. We're doing the conscious work, like you said. And I think that work consciousness is so important. We don't think about it enough. Consciousness is the cause of everything. It's that's what we work with our students on. Like we have to keep the person Conscious and awake so they don't go on autopilot or become reactive because mm-hmm. that's gonna ruin everything. Not that everyone's perfect in it and it's that way. We have time, coaches but, that
1: hold us accountable. Yeah. Like I mean our coach calls us out all the time.
0: He, I'm one of the most reactive ruthless. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're human, we're all reactive, but what are you doing with that reactivity, right? Right. You should be using it to be known. <laughs>
0: yeah. Use your reactivity to be known, use your proactivity to be known. Use every little cell in your body to be known and you'll be successful and work on your full shit formula. I blank, blank, blank all the time and nothing happens,
1: but you could,
0: I know, I know, I know, I know. That's all folks. Again, that's another episode for the books. Next time on destroy the hairdresser, the podcast or the reactive version is, not raising your prices and then just complaining and complaining there's a quote by an old old sage and he says david bosher no <laughs> no he says complaining is just advertising your stupidity
1: <laughs> i love <laughs> that